Now, what does it mean to follow Jesus? We're going to learn what it means to follow Jesus. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself. Self-sacrifice is the way, my way, to saving yourself, your true self. If you lose respect for yourself, you've lost everything. And hypocrites have no self-respect. What good would it do to get everything you want and lose you, the real you? This isn't my words, this is Jesus' words. What could you ever trade for your soul? How much is your soul worth to you? What in this world would you trade for your soul? Really, here's the import of it. What do you have in this world that you could buy back your soul with? The popularity of your friends, money, possessions, fame and fortune. Could you buy back your soul with those things? No, no way. If any of you are embarrassed over me and the way that I am leading, I love this. Do you like a Jesus that's soft-spoken and just love, 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 peace, peace, peace. Do you like a Jesus like that? I would be embarrassed to introduce a Jesus like that to some of my rough and rowdy brothers. They'd say, that's the dude you're following? That's not the Jesus I'm following. That's not my Jesus. My Jesus is tough. And he's in your face about righteous living. Enough of this phony Christianity that's selling itself as, well, we're just all sinners saved by grace, praise God. Well, you may be, but I'm not. The Bible calls me a disciple, calls me a believer, calls me a saint, calls me a son. That's who I am. Maybe you're just hoping that you'll get in by the skin of your teeth because that's the way you live every day. Well, you need to grow up. You need to stop living on the edge, wondering just how much you can do and still be saved. And oh, by the way, if you've got your fire insurance policy and somebody told you that just because you prayed a prayer some hundred years ago that you're going to get in no matter how you live, there may be another side to the coin. You just might want to look at it. You see, in the final analysis, God's not going to judge you by what those men taught you. He's going to judge you by the way you live. You can, you can stand before God and say, well, well, but God, the preacher said. And God will say, I don't care what the preacher said. You had a Bible. This is what I say. Those that are mine, I know them and they know me and they live for me. They follow me. Jesus didn't say, bow your head, close your eyes. Okay, choir, sing just as I am. First, second verse. Okay, all those that want to be Christians, raise your hand. Nobody looking around. We don't want to embarrass anybody. I'm sorry. I have to make fun of this stuff because Jesus wouldn't do that. He wouldn't do that. Nowhere, nowhere in the New Testament does he ask you to bow your head and close your eyes so those who want to follow him won't be embarrassed. He says, stand up. Follow me. He don't have any secret service Christians. Uh-uh. You don't sneak in by the back door. Mm-mm. You come in the front door with Jesus or you don't come in at all. If any of you are embarrassed over me and the way I'm leading, when you get around your fickle and unfocused friends. Don't you like that? When you get around your fickle and unfocused friends. <laughs> I, as I read that, I thought, boy, I got some of them Fickle and unfocused friends. I've got some. How many of you got some fickle and unfocused friends? <laughs> I've got some of them, man. You know, they, they, they perceive about as much of spiritual understanding as a frog. <laughs> they just, you know, 
you, you go try to lay something spiritual on them and you, that you see this deer caught in the headlight look in their face, you know, and you oh, okay, okay, I understand. Let's back down to John 3.16. You remember John 